0: Yo, Julian Brandon, and a review of the latest Marvel film. When will it stop? Please make it stop at some point. Comic book and superhero and franchise movies cannot dominate the landscape for the rest of time. Everyone's got to admit that it, since Endgame that the quality of the Marvel side of the equation has really gone downhill. Uh, This time around, they've done what they did with Thor 3, which was introduce a director that would reshape and bring a new language. And Thor 3 was awesome. Ragnarok was uh, fantastic. And and a a blast of fresh air, totally valid new direction and style and tone and really worked. So they have brought in Sam Raimi, Um, traumatic director for me because I saw The Evil Dead when it came out when I was very young. He does a lot of black comedy, but there was something really unsettling about that film. And he did a a few films with that. Uh, I think three in the end, Evil Dead films. And um, up and down since then, The Quick and the Dead, I think an underappreciated Western, but not particularly great. The Gift as well, horror, I think, if I remember. But perhaps um, his second coming was, I think, pre-Marvel. There were two main film films trilogies that set the tone for you know these very high quality mega budget superhero films that were very successful and one was the Christopher Nolan Batman trilogy and one was the uh, Spider-Man trilogy although the third one everyone ignores but the first two were brilliant and I hate Spider-Man so he Sam Raimi was arguably the alpha he was the first off the block with these very very good um critically acclaimed very expensive um uh, superhero movies which sort of got the whole ball game rolling so bringing him in was um, heralded as some you know he's going to take something dangerous and make this into some macabre black comedy horror um the other thing is this stars elizabeth olsen as the scarlet witch and, Do- and benedict cumberbatch as dr strange Unusually in the Marvel Universe, these are awards winning actors outside or or awards nominated. Benedict Cumberbatch just was nominated for Best Actor for The Incredibly Overrated Power of the Dog. These are awards worthy actors outside of the Marvel Universe, which isn't common. But the other thing is, is that once Marvel got the Avengers together and everyone was, you know, Robert Downey Jr., Chris Hemsworth, chris um evans and scarlett johansson everyone was brilliant everyone was so good and i've gone on at length about this you know the star wars versus the phantom menace effect where how good and charismatic the cast is makes you want to spend time in the universe of those films i don't think there have been many additions to that main group that have been as good since ant-man not even black panther really but the two mvps would be elizabeth olsen who was a brilliant indie actor before she got involved with marvel was um one of them and benedict cumberbatch again he could hold his own as far as charisma goes against that main group of avengers He's, those are the biggest two for me so they're in the same film and cumberbatch also was in the uh, recent uh, Star- uh spider-man film which is so he's he's like he's like the mvp of the newbies and and maybe uh elizabeth Olsen with her wonder vision series which was um very successful and highly acclaimed they're the two top newbies that can stand their own this time around we get um doctor strange it's everything every like now you've got to work out where in between what film and what tv series it happens So this is after WandaVision, the TV series, which uh, gives the Elizabeth Olsen character is so grieved by what happens in the Avengers. It's it's so convoluted. She's grieving the loss of Vision, her husband-to-be or husband, at the end of the Marvel Universe in the cinema with Endgame and then um, she is through grief creates this illusory town where everyone's basically she's controlling everyone's mind and fabricates two children and so on but it's all a lie it's all in her head and she doesn't even realize it's going on so this time around Dr Strange starts um, meeting up with uh, Rachel McAdams uh, who played his love interest in the first Dr Strange film the first Dr Strange film at the time was an amiable success now it would be regarded as a masterpiece given i would never have said that black widow the um the the sequel to the the first marvel film since endgame was the black widow um, film and i would never have said at the time that it would be by far the best of the others the ten rings film was tepid mild okay the Eternals was dreadful and now we've got this um so we're 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 in that post endgame pocket and the Scarlet Witch is grieving still and Doctor Strange finds this chick that comes through from another universe um literally another universes we're dealing with the multiverse here where there are lots of different universes with the similar people in each one similar superheroes in each one and everything's slightly distorted and it's um Jotilil, Jotil gomez if i've said that wrong i definitely have plays um a 20 something chick that can travel through the multiverse so she's able to actually traverse from one multiverse to another and they send monsters out to get her and you find out pretty quickly and it's been all over the internet and I'm weeks late reviewing it that it is actually the Scarlet Witch that is the monster that's sending all the other monsters to try and get her so we we get a thing where Doctor Strange and Wanda are the antagonist and protagonist of this film which is its biggest Surprise, which I've just blown, but given that it's been everywhere, um, and it happens really quickly as well, it happens like in the first 15 minutes, I think. Um, So she is basically trying to be able to transport to a universe where she can be with her fake kids, uh, because in another universe, they're real kids and she's a happy mum staying at home. And that's the whole plot. That's the whole plot. It's like the entire movie is able to present itself in 15 minutes and that's it there is it is so slight um honestly there there is so little to recommend this film if it was a standalone movie and it couldn't be because it was so com- it's it relies so much on you knowing the lore of the marvel universe to understand what's going on to a ridiculous extent but if you if it didn't, I would have probably given it a better review as being an amiable, you know, summer blockbustery sci-fi superhero film. But it's not. It's it's so in this tread pattern of being beholden to what has happened in the past in various other Marvel projects and leading on to future Marvel product. That it becomes this unbearably cynical exercise. Sam Raimi is being touted as the guy that will do, you know, change, you know, make this incredible new paradigm and, and theme. He is held on such a leash that the only times I even noticed that I was watching a film by him, when he literally included zombie elements, and it's kind of like he's waving a flag like almost drowning in the ocean of all these executives telling him what to do saying and he's a big name director saying you know i'm sam raimi here this is you know there's a zombie here that's that's my thing that i've brought to the table there's so little of interest um i thought the first doctor strange film was more multiverse of madness than this one by a long way it's actually really ordinary and doesn't make much use of this apparent multiverse that's going on The multiverse is something that Hollywood writers have probably wet their pants over because it gives them the opportunity to bring back any character they've killed off. Any character. We get Patrick Stewart as, you know, Dr. X from the um, X-Men world. So that's why everyone went mental over that last uh, Spider-Man film because they brought back Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield. They brought back William Dafoe and that's what the multiverse gives them the opportunity to do is pack these films with people from other films and then the fanboys go online and say it's a brilliant film it's not um visually the cgi is over the top there's very little use of the multiverse um there was what like one multiverse universe where everything had gone wrong that looked like it could have been really interesting to have spent time in but you spend five minutes in these places and there isn't really any need for it to happen and that central premise of the scarlet witch chasing the you know the person that can travel between the universes is is a really tepid thing to hang this film on it is unbelievably pointless and there is no reason for it to exist except to lead on to a new cog in the marvel universe um it it was a, a real letdown like i said if it wasn't part of that marvel universe um, maybe i would have given it a better review but it is and it just feels like cynicism overload benedict cumberbatch i thought was really strong as doctor strange in the first film i thought he was really good in the um um in the in the subsequent use in the avengers movies i didn't like the use of him in the spider-man film because it felt like they just watered him down He's one of the few that can go toe-to-toe with Robert Downey Jr. in those films. Um, He's perfectly fine here, but really quite flat. And the film as a whole is quite slight. So it didn't do it for me visually that much. You know, this Multiverse of Madness. I thought the first Doctor Strange film got really trippy and out there and incredible visuals. Never felt that here. Not really. Odd moments. And um, the Gomez... um, as the person that's being chased i found really flat as well saving grace of this film nearly is elizabeth olsen she is magnificent um she is quite close to the kate blanchett character in thor 3 she's so malevolent and she's like constantly giving people chances i'm i've asked you not to do this because i am really really powerful and i am going to kill you um she is wonderful she's brilliant I, it made me wish that they introduced her earlier into the avengers universe so she could have reached this stage where she's this really frightening malevolent being she was excellent star of the show by miles no one else stood out at all um so it was it was such a no mark film and after um like uh, the black Widow film was fine but Ten Rings started off well, got really unnecessarily bland with its World of Warcraft sort of last half, and um, Eternals was terrible. And honestly, is this is a, one of the most forgettable Marvel films of all? So I'm going to give um, Doctor Strange a, in the mult not and the Doctor Strange in the multiverse of madness. I'm going to give a dead flat five out of ten.